Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You can start if you want. <laughs> hello, hello, and welcome to Woo! Bachelor Blab. I'm Mary McNaught. And I'm Jackie Maroney. And we just tell you our opinions about The Bachelor. That's kind of the gist of this show. Yes, and I'm not going to lie, we're a little exhausted because it was five hours. Five hours. This week, ladies and gents, five hours. But we'll get through it. Um, Dry January is over for Erin, so now we finally have glasses of wine in front of us. So maybe that will make things more interesting, or it won't, but either way, time will tell. Let's get into it. So let's do it. When we so I feel like... Well, hold on. First, the first we episode know, feels like seven years ago. It does feel like seven years ago, and we have a really important segment on the show, Jackie. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's what was Jackie doing when she started watching the show. Oh. So you have to tell us what you were doing. Oh, nothing like good. nothing exciting, honestly. Just sitting on my couch watching it. Sorry. Sorry to break it to you, viewers. <laughs> there was no trauma this time around. I no, no rushing to get dinner or anything like that. On Monday. On Wednesday, though, which, you know, we can just put this all into one moment. So our mutual friend, Dan Colonel, had come over to watch The Bachelor with me, of course. And so I was, like, finishing up making dinner. He was like, oh, should I bring some snacks? And I'm like, yeah, sure, bring snacks if you want. So he brought some prosciutto and some cheese, whatever. But I'm I'm making, like, a full-fledged low-key steak dinner for myself. Like, I got at Whole Foods, they already come pre-seasoned and everything, so I just like had bought like this cute little steak. I had some rice, I had some asparagus. So I'm making like a full on dinner and Dan shows up and he's like plating his little meat or whatever. And I only said this to be polite, not because I actually meant it. I was like, oh, like, are you hungry? Like, do you want anything? And he was like, actually, yeah, I'm like kind of starving because I didn't have dinner yet. And then I had to be like, well, <laughs> I only bought one steak. So, <laughs> and then just kind of like backtracked on everything I said, because I only said it to be polite. Sorry, Dan, if you're listening to this, because he's actually going to. Dan, I'm so sorry that Jackie did that And then I had to like rummage through my freezer to be like, um, you can make this coconut shrimp if you want and like put it in the toaster oven. But then he just had some prosciutto and some cheese and I gave him some chips and salsa and he survived, but it, oh it was an awkward moment for us. <laughs> wow. Shout out to Dan, loyal Shout listener. out to Dan for being honest when asked the question, do you want anything? And he was like, actually, yeah, I haven't had dinner yet. And then an I was un- like, <laughs> an unshout out to you for offering something you could not give. Yeah. So that's, that's where I was when Wednesday's episode started. But honestly, I might've been doing something Monday night. I don't remember because I feel like this week put eight years onto my life when I went back and I or looked off at, of my life when rather. I went back and looked at my notes I was like oh my god that was all this week mm-hmm. like a lot really happened like remember Alea? I don't I know <laughs> so let's jump into it with rose ceremony number one just so everyone knows there will be three covered in this episode oh my god rose ceremony number one the first thing that I wrote down that I guess really struck me was when Natasha said she made her bed yes that, I, that was that's my first note in it that's my first note of this entire episode because we basically pick up right where we left off and Natasha with a great pun you love to see it I have some thoughts about Natasha and just like her place on the show throughout all of this but we can discuss that later when okay like when, like, cause I was really shocked on Wednesday when he 
picked her honestly in the rose ceremony over Sydney. Okay, but we we'll discuss later. I don't know. They had the rose ceremony. Who went home from that? Situation? Savannah, Deandra, and Kiara. Mm, I hate to, I hated to see Savannah go home in that moment because I think she actually had some piping hot tea on Victoria P. Like she seemed to know a lot that we didn't know, and I it was a shame that she like left without sharing that with the world. The way the my only issue well I had two issues with mm-hmm. this whole situation. One was that I switched my bracket at the last second to put Alea mm. back in like an idiot. You're not an idiot. I did the same thing. I was like, because I thought if Peter is going to make all this stink to bring this fucking girl back, he must really like her and he's going to keep her for a long time. Because that's what a normal person would yes, do. Yes, yes, but yes, this yes. wishy-washy mother effer <laughs> brings her back. Wait, just kidding. You go. Like, sends her home. Brings her back. Sends her home. At this point, a couple things. One, Alea's looking real good. I no longer dislike her because she was very classy, I felt. She was. About her whole goodbye. Um, and it just kind of made Peter look really bad. And then he just basically turns the night into, like, an apologizing spree where he pulls every girl and apologizes. And it's like, I know we were saying last week that we felt like he is being disrespectful of their time and blah, 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 blah. But at the same time, that's not really what he was apologizing for and in the end by going back and forth and being a jerk and then apologizing he just comes across as like wish very very wishy-washy well the thing that I noted too is that he did not send Alea home because he didn't like her he sent her home because the girls more or less bullied her out of the house so he is allowing them to more or less call the shots here like Peter if you like this girl and you actually saw a potential with her Fucking stand up and say, no, I don't care if you guys don't like her. I like her, so I'm keeping her. It's my show. I'm The Bachelor. Instead, these girls bullied her out of there. Yeah, like, there was the words right out of my there mouth. There was exactly no was reason for her to leave other than, like, oh, shit. Like, I, I really felt bad for her when they were all talking about her as if she wasn't there and she was just, like, sitting there silently, like, taking it. Yeah. And I then, have a lot to say about all of that, but I will talk about that later on. Yeah, because it, it, it gets worse. Believe it or not, it gets worse. Um... The only other big quote that I wrote down that I, at the time, really liked, in hindsight, I'm like, I don't know, was when Tammy said, if I don't get a roast tonight, I'm going to sell the building on, I know. This building on fire. And I literally said, Tammy, comma, but also me. Because I have 100% said things like that before. It just did not age well. <laughs> no, it did not. I wrote that down, too. I, I really liked Tammy. In that and one I, episode. In that one episode. And I cannot say the same anymore. Like, oh, I'm just getting whiplash from all of these feelings that I'm just changing left and right for all these women I'm like oh we hate Alea we love Alea we yes. we love Tammy we hate Tammy it's yes. just it's confusing it's fucking exhausting um so in the end Savannah Deandra and Kiara mm-hmm. go home Deandra is in shock about going home <laughs> I was not shocked <laughs> it was a little bit weird to me because Deandra seems great like I really like her I gave her my rose last week like I, oh, yeah. I like her a lot but it was just kind of like from a viewer's perspective, the way it was edited, it was just like, what is surprising about this? You have not spoken to him. Right. <laughs> so why does your face look like Well, that? but I, I feel that a lot of the, I mean, and we can get into it with, with Tammy and McKenna. A lot of these girls think they have a real fucking shot at this and keep crying that, oh my God, like my yeah. time. It's like, you don't need to, like, I, I can tell you, Peter is not interested in you at McKenna. <laughs> like, get yeah. Over it. But a lot of, the, I don't know, maybe if that's, they really do feel that way when they're on the show because they don't know how the other girls' relationships have progressed. Like, they're not on the one-on-ones. They don't see it. Yeah. So, or they're just, like, delusional and want to, like, 
stay on the show for more publicity? Like, I don't really know. I know. So we so we survive rose ceremony number one <laughs> of three of the week. Um, and then Peter um, announces, like, a very corny tour guide that they're going to Costa Rica. His little speech about it, like, made, like, my skin crawl. I was like, could you be more awkward when you speak? Yes. Um, and then we get to Costa Rica, which is very gorgeous. And my first impression was <laughs> Kelly saying, I'm really tired. I know. I'm a big traveler. <laughs> I've been to, like, 26 countries. I probably won't see Peter that much. I'm just looking to have a fun time. <laughs> and I was like, okay, Kelly. Why is Kelly the most relatable girl She on is. Show? And the fact that I just love that she's not giving them, like, the shots that they want. Like, they want the, these moments, like, these in-the-moment interviews of these girls to be like, He's just like, I'm tired from traveling. What else do you want this me to say? <laughs> like, I feel like she is a breath of fresh air she really is. on this season of Psychopaths. So, shout out to you, Kelly. Sorry that we weren't fully gung-ho in the beginning, but we did not know what we were in for then. That's all I have to say about former Erin. She didn't know. <laughs> I know. Erin, who was I so like judgmental in the first episode, did not realize what was about to happen. It's true. I feel like my opinions are changing, yeah, week by week for all of these girls. And yeah, Kelly, Kelly is coming up. Or even up. Episode, even Ep- moment to moment. I'm like, <laughs> I hate this girl. I love this girl. I hate this girl. I know. I know. I just can't keep, keep but, it straight. But they, they can't keep it straight. Like no. one moment they're they're yelling at, at Kelsey. And then the next moment they're yelling at Tammy. And they love Kelsey. And they're supporting her. And it's just. I know. It's too much. So, um, then, so Sydney's one-on-one. Or are you saying something else? The only other that? thing I was going to say was. What did you think about Peter's story about the puma? The whole, like, face thing? First, I thought the face thing, because we had heard about that before. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was going to be a lot more dramatic. I did, too, honestly. And and I think the at the end of the day, they just didn't have real footage of everything. Because Peter kept saying, like, it was like a murder scene. There was blood everywhere. And, like, I, I believe there was if you, like, Not literally stitches. sliced yeah. your face open with a, a glass. Um, but, you know, all we have to see for it is, like, his stupid little cheesy story and... The bandage just kills me. Like, when they're having all these, like, romantic moments on the dates and we just have this band. I know it's not his fault and, like, no, happens and to the best of us. We all get wounded and have to wear bandages. And he was a, good, he was a very good sport about it. Yeah. But it was a little silly. And the fact that the girls were so gullible about his story. Would you think they were actually gullible or were they just kind of, like, feeding into what they the were, show wanted them to They were like? coming across in the moment as being very gullible and that was when I was, like, I, why do I still watch this show? Are you kidding me? You think a puma attacked this man? First, he points to a random mountain and he's like, I was climbing that. He's like, Peter's not hiking up any mountain on his own to contemplate life. Peter doesn't strike me as a hiker and he doesn't no. strike me as someone who... I am a hiker, so I would know. <laughs> you actually, you're probably more of a hiker than Peter is, honestly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I have been closer to a mountain lion than Peter was. That's probably true, honestly. Like, I don't see him as... I know he's a pilot and stuff and likes to quote-unquote go on adventures, but I feel like he's low-key not that outdoorsy. Like, he thinks he's super outdoorsy, but, like, his version of hiking is, like, Runyon Canyon. Yeah, In Los Angeles. Like, yes, outdoorsy. That's not outdoorsy at Peter Weber. And at Los Angeles. And there's nothing wrong with Runyon Canyon. Like, that's my version of a good hike. Good time. Good time. It's a good time, for sure. But, like, that's not real hiking. Like, you don't need, like, real... Like, you just go in, like, sneakers and a sports bra. It's not, like... You don't need gear. No, 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 no. Go no. Gear. I feel like you bring some gear. Like a tent. All right, so Sydney's one-on-one date. Yeah, let's get into it. Um, so, well, so what's, what was this interesting... Bitch. This bitch. But also, we had said in previous episodes that, 
you know, I don't know if there's really anything there with Sydney. He just seems to be rewarding her as a friend because she was telling him so much stuff about the drama in the house. So when he picked her for the one-on-one, -on -one, I had written down, oh, interesting that he's actually investing time in Sydney because yeah. I didn't think that she, but I mean, and even this now is, has been a roller coaster because there was, when I was watching on Monday, I was like, oh shit, she might be top four. And now not she's so much. gone. So when I was I, so I was watching live on Monday night and I made it to Sydney's date and then I literally was like I have I have I I literally stopped to do report card grades. I was uh -huh. like I would rather do report card grades, which is one of the worst jobs as a teacher, than watch Sydney's one on one date. That's how much I didn't want to watch it. So I. But I, then I obviously on Tuesday I went back and I watched. What about it was like you can't watch this because well, it just seems all, like a I do not li I do not like Sydney and yeah. I my dislike for Sydney grew as the episode went on. But from the from from the beginning of the episode I was like, this girl is mean. She and is mean. We clearly see now that she is like not even just mean, nasty, and I will use that word a lot tonight because I think that's an issue that we have on this yes. this season. Um. But, at, but then at that point, she's telling her, I'm watching, and she's telling her story about how high school were the worst years of her life. And at that point, I had already seen the internet tea that mm. they absolutely were not. Like, yeah. ma'am, you went to plenty of dances. You were gorgeous. You were a beauty queen. So don't sit here and act like you were bullied throughout high school. I That was a load of BS. I don't, but always sit, like... I agree with you. I don't like her either, and I think she's really mean, but we don't, like, yes, there are pictures of her in high school no. at dances, but, like, you don't know if she was being bullied or not being bullied. You know what I mean? She was voted, um, her, her in her senior yearbook, she was voted, like, uh, sweethearts. Like, you mm -hmm. don't win a senior superlative unless people like you enough to do And me that. and Eric would both know because we both won senior superlatives. The same one. <laughs> oh, yeah. I passed it down to you. Well, not really. It was a well, and they changed ours from most likely to become famous to like most likely to be on Glee because they wanted to be topical for like what was popular that yeah, year. That was a stupid change. Hate to see it because I hate telling people I was my senior superlative, but at least I won one, you know. Yeah. Well, I was most likely to become famous, so here I am on a podcast. Oh my god! <laughs> Look at me now. Here you are famous. <laughs> I'm ready for my 10-year reunion. <laughs> All I'm saying is that, like, you can have happy pictures of you in a yearbook, and you could still have, like, been bullied in high school. Like, that you don't have to be, like, mutually exclusive, right? The other thing that I that I struggled with was she made it seem like people really gave her a hard time for... I, I don't know how I feel about this. Her school, somebody said, who went to her school, was 40% African-American student mm. population. And in the conversation with Peter, she at least made it seem like that was the reason that she got bullied, was because right. of her race. Now, it may be because she's mixed race, right? Like, like the Oreo thing. That could be something that the that the black students were saying to her because maybe she, like, did pageants and she acted too she acted Right, and white. didn't really know, like, so, where she fit. Kind like, of. you're black on the outside but white on the inside, like, that kind of thing. So I get that there may have been identity struggles for her in high school, but at the end of the day, there's a lot of people coming out of the woodwork who knew her in high school that are not just saying like she went to these things but also saying like she was really really mean yeah and she, she like no so I don't I'm not defending when Sydney you're sitting anyway. there she's and when you're sitting person. there and crying and being like I was bullied and people were hard, horrible to me and blah 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 but then people are coming out and being like you literally stole my boyfriend like like it's just I don't know I I don't I don't I'm not buying it I'm not buying what she's selling no, because at the time I really was like, "Oh shit!" I think he's really into her. Into her, and now looking back, I'm like, 
was this just like a weird like physical connection thing? Yeah, like that's what I think it was. So they made out in that little like grotto, but like in a way that like I would make out with my boyfriend in like ninth grade. Like some weird like soft core, soft core like dry sure. humping, like yeah. very adolescent. Which made me uncomfortable. And, well, not uncomfortable. It was just like, guys, either do it or don't do it. Like, what, what do you guys, I like, are you guys going to fuck in this water or not? I, don't I literally understand. wrote down a lot of dry slash wet humping because they were I know, because they were wet. So, um, moving on from Sydney, we yeah. get to, um, so what do you want to discuss first? The Cosmo group date or Kelsey versus Tammy? Because both are separate conversations. <laughs> Let's do Kelsey versus Tammy. Get Let's that out of the way. Do it. So, Kelsey's sitting by the pool. Yes. She's very sad. Tammy is checking in on her. Tammy tells her it's what we signed up for. Right, even then, in my notes, I'm like, Tammy's being reasonable. She says this yes. is what we signed up for, and it's only temporary. But I take that back, because the way Tammy acted at the end of this episode yes. is like, oh, no, like, you, you're you not being a reasonable, supportive friend. This is In weird. the moment, I, I was, like, I was, like, not about Kelsey in that moment, because I'm watching, and Kelsey's like, I like Sydney a lot, but she, yeah. she's cool, <laughs> but she's a dramatic fucking bitch, which is just, like, Okay, we all do that stuff, but... But I think also, too, I mean, Kelsey was, like, kind of drunk saying those things, and yes. so that's why, you know, even the things she said about Sydney, like, I don't know, take it with a grain of salt, like, don't we all say those things when we're kind of drunk? I, I don't know, I just... The whole thing was very uncomfortable, um, and then... But, and like, like was it was it a lot? Yeah, like, she was crying and, like, drinking wine and saying stupid shit, but, like... Happens to the best of us, man. I continuously come back to this with Kelsey because I, I literally wrote down. I was like, I, I, okay. I kind of see myself in both of these women, both Kelsey and Tammy. Like, I have pieces of this in both of them, right? Like in Tammy, like I can be somebody that lacks empathy for others and really is like very hard on people and is like, nope, this doesn't make sense to me. So therefore, well, and also keep in mind, Tammy does not have a relationship with Peter at all. They have been on, I've not seen any chemistry. Like they have not had a one-on-one date. And, but even in their small little one-offs, I don't really see anything of Bruin here. And Kelsey just came off of a whole one-on-one date where she's, and if she really is starting to like him, you know, you spent all this time with this person and it really feels like it's just you two. And then to have to like yeah. go back into the house yes. and more or less kind of give him back to someone else. Like That's hard. I can see how that would be su- yeah. super hard. So and then I was like, and that by also right, exactly. I also feel for Kelsey because like we all have feelings and I love that she refuses to be shamed for them. Yes. And I was just watching the two of them go back and forth being like, this is what it's like in my mind all the time. <laughs> like Tammy versus Kelsey is what my brain looks like. So that yeah. just, ladies, that's what it's like for me. So I was just like, wow, I'm really identifying with both of them, and that's hard. Sure. Even when, <laughs> even when she was like, yeah, I really like Sydney, but she's a stupid fucking bitch. I was like, I've definitely said something like yeah. that before. Like, Kelsey and, is relatable crazy, in my yes. opinion. Yes. And I, I wouldn't even, right, maybe sometimes she's a little bit crazy. But in <laughs> this don't, moment, I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with being sad that the boy you like is with someone else and drinking some wine by a pool and crying. Like, yes. We all do it, people. I don't understand why this is problematic behavior. And one of the issues of this season, clearly, is just this mentality of attack the weakest link. So it's like Tammy puts it on Kelsey and is like, oh, Kelsey's being annoying and she's crying all the time. And everyone's piling on Kelsey. And then... I mean, I don't even remember the order of... Uh, then we'll talk about that later, but and then, yeah. it's like, then they turn it around. It's just very confusing. All right, but we can leave it at that for now because I feel like for that segment, that's, that's what it was. Yeah. And then 
please take another turn. Cosmo group date. Um, I did think it was interesting that once again, it is a modeling date that Victoria F. wins. (laughs) And it's like, oh, I thought you were so shy and so nervous. So she literally says on the date... (laughs) I might have not eaten everything I ate yesterday if I knew this was going to be it. And I was rolling my eyes so hard. Like, man. I I don't, yeah, I don't like this whole, all these girls have gorgeous, amazing, perfect bodies. And for them to all just be like, oh my God, my body is Like, no, you're all hot. Which I get that society makes us feel like you're never good enough. But Victoria F, that doesn't apply to you. And you can like F all the way off because I hate your guts. So (laughs) She's never going to be a guest on this show as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) But what if she is? You can tell her. I will not interview her. (laughs) I'm trying to think what else I wrote about this date. Why would we have her? Cosmo would even have her on the cover. So she won the cover, but Cosmo has come out since then and said that they're taking her off the cover because essentially denouncing her, saying that they don't stand by the things that she's supported in the past. And I say, snaps to you, Cosmo. Uh, So... Victoria F, I'll interview you on the podcast Jackie, if you want to come. I saw that I, no, I don't like her. I'm just saying, like, it's not personal. It's business, people. Business. We got to get those. <laughs> got to get those viewers. I don't know. Um, more nice. of this, I don't know. Nice part of the group date. You can cut that out if you thought that was too offensive. I might. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, because also, too, it's like I, we, we take such, like, harsh stances on these things. And I'm like, I don't know if we want to, like, <laughs> commit to that. Um so they get to the night part of the group date. Oh, yeah. And oh, and then we get Victoria F again. And her birthday. I'm 26. It's depressing. And I wanted to throw my computer at her face because, you know what's 26 and depressing? Victoria F, me. Like, <laughs> I am 26, and I am not nearly as hot as you, and I'm not on The Bachelor. So, like no like if, if the victoria f's of the world are saying that it's depressing to be them then what do the rest of us have because she is object objectively i think she's very attractive like she's beautiful she that's it i was gonna like there's, i was like but then i was like wait i guess that's not how you should like measure a person's worth because that's really all she's got going for her is she's pretty she her personality a, sucks she's a really nice body yeah, she does. Shout out to your boobs and your ass, but not your personality or how you treat others. Yeah. So that was just unfortunate. <laughs> I know. It's almost like I don't even want to. I have all these notes. I don't even want to talk about this group date because none of it matters now. Um, um, yeah. All I have then is McKenna talking about breaking down her walls casually. And I must say, this week, I am over McKenna. She is not my favorite character anymore. <laughs> like, after Monday, and Monday, I was like, all right, I kind of fucking hate this bitch. And then... <laughs> On Wednesday or whatever day it was, I was like, this girl needs to get off my television screen. So, Look at you taking a harsh stance. I know. Should I cut that out? too? We'll see. But, <laughs> yeah, no. What if just a part of the show that's, like, password protected to listen to? <laughs> and you have to, like... <laughs> oh, so who can listen to it? Like, my mom. And, yeah. <laughs> and, Randy like, Dan Colonel. And Dan Colonel. <laughs> Our three listeners. Yes. Those are the people who have sent us reviews. Oh, and my friend Patricia listens. Hey, hey, Patricia. We've actually, have you seen our reviews though recently? We actually have kind of a lot. I thought those were all you. No. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I see them, I'm like, oh my God. This is just Jackie. No, we kind of have a a bunch that I don't even know who wrote them. So, (gasps) ayo. Oh, wow. Oh, that makes me nervous. Um, So, guys, write a review. This might be a good time to plug. Subscribe and write a review. Um, I would love to hear what you think. 
No, they're not all me. Jesus Christ. I literally was like, I'm not even going to ask her because I just know. Um, people actually do listen to this. You know, right? Okay, let me not sully the reputation. Then. Okay. Just um, let me drink wine and do it. Dude, we've had one glass of wine. Are I you drunk? I haven't drank in six weeks. The last thing <laughs> that I want to say about Victoria F. that we've all thought already is when she tells Kelsey to be a strong woman and to get mm. it together... Ma'am, if that is not the most hypocritical thing I have ever heard in my whole life, the girl who cries on every date yeah. about how pretty everyone is, and she doesn't know. Ooh, I'm just so insecure. Telling her to be a strong woman and get it together, now all of a sudden she like has like has a backbone? No. The group rose goes to Hannah Ann, which I said, fine by me, she's the least of our problems. Sure. No, I, I'm like into Hannah Ann. Like not into her, but like I would say above neutral. Yeah. Then we go to actually Kelly's one-on-one. Yes, but I just want to say one more thing about, so Kelsey, when she has her time with Peter, she tells him she's falling in love with him. And that's why in my bracket for, I guess not Monday night, but for Wednesday night, I had Kelsey going home. Because I was like, I think she's like falling in love way too quickly and Peter is not as into her as he's into some of the other girls. And I think that this season's such a shit show that Peter's like, somebody likes He loves likes the validation, me? yeah. Phew! <laughs> At least one person And I guess me. going into like how this episode ends up later on, you're probably right. But at the moment when she said that, I was like, ah, it's too soon, Kelsey, kiss of death. I know. Usually it is. Um, and then Tammy tells Peter about Kelsey being upset and then calls her out for being drunk. And then I literally said, like, K, what else is she supposed to do? Like, you guys are just alone in a fucking house. Like, can I live? Jesus Christ. Um, Oh, and then Peter confronts Kelsey and literally says, did you have a mental breakdown? It's like, Peter, how fucking tone deaf can you be? Even if she did have a mental breakdown, someone who actually, okay, I don't think Kelsey had a mental breakdown. No. Being upset about a boy that you're starting to like. And drinking some wine and like crying about it by the pool, in my opinion, is normal behavior. Maybe, I, I mean, is that not like the consensus around the world that that is semi-normal behavior? But even if she did have a mental breakdown, which is a really, really big phrase to use about someone at Tammy, um, <laughs> the fact that Peter fucks it out and then goes, hey, Kelsey, did you have a mental breakdown? As if she'd be like, yes, why, yes, Peter, I did, in fact. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like what <laughs> Peter it does not know how to like communicate to with communicate other. with anyone honestly I write this several times that all his dates that quote-unquote go well someone cries and they make out like there's no real like talking or like good conflict resolution of, of things no so So, yeah, so they have this conversation, um, and then I wrote down several times, like, I don't like shaming women for feeling emotions. Like, is she not allowed? And then I'm like, oh, this is one time. (laughs) Like, it's truly, like, she's not, like, blacking out every single night or even getting super drunk every single night. It's, like, one time. She's upset. The girl drinks a bottle of wine and sits by the pool. I just don't understand. And then I said, oh, I like Tammy so much, but I feel like that was not her place. And then Kelsey confronts the group and says... You know, this is getting way out of proportion. And then I, I keep writing down, why does crying equal weakness? Like, you guys are all there to, like, fall in love with someone and feel strong feelings for someone. She clearly does. Yeah. And was sad seeing him go on a date with another girl. That's so normal. I don't, like... I I, it, I really did not like... I mean, this... So, this happened after, um, or in between Kelly's date, but... Oh. It, it's fine. 
Tammy like putting her on blast and she said you can continue to cry and drink yourself away some bottles of wine like I said yikes Tammy okay I feel attacked <laughs> like Tammy I know that you're like big into fucking CrossFit but do you never drink a bottle of wine like, I know I don't you understand. just don't drink a thing like I don't understand where all the judge that judgment is coming from and then I said the same thing I'm offended by all this mental breakdown talk yeah. Please don't shame mental health issues because there's people out there that really do have mental breakdowns and is that anything to jump on them and pile on them and dump them for? Should my boyfriend dump me when I actually Ooh. am like dealing with like mental health issues? Should he just break up with me? I'm not worthy of love right. anymore. Right, well, and that was the thing is Tim, like, because Kelsey just kept saying, look, it was like not your place to like, no. first off, I'm, I'm totally fine. Yes, I was emotional about that. Fine, moved on, but like not your place. And then Tammy just keeps going, well, well, Peter should know. Peter should know. And it's like, no, no, what, Tammy? Yeah. Like I, and that was when Tammy crossed over from being this like kind of cool, like badass. She was girl funny. I liked her to just being like this girl who is clearly so insecure in her place on this show and her place with Peter that she will do anything to try to form an artificial connection over bringing others down. Yeah, well, that's I was gonna ask you. Like, do we think Tammy is more or less a plant because she has now made problems with several people in a row, like as the Kelsey thing? But then as soon as she went for McKenna, I was like. Okay, like, what are you... Are no, you, I Is someone think, just, like, egging you on to start these things so that maybe. now you guys can have a two-on-one? Like, I, I didn't know if, like, maybe producers were getting in her head or if it was her feeling like, yeah, I'm clearly insecure with my, like, my relationship and my my longevity here. Like, I'm obviously gonna go soon, so might as well, like, make myself known, make my mark by causing fights with every single person I see. I don't really know what her strategy was. And she was. says continuously, like... I don't care if I'm the villain of the season, like, I'm here for Peter. And it just made me think, like, do you, have you ever spoken to Peter? <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Peter who? <laughs> like, I'm just, well, a girl like, I, like, I, I mean, don't get me started on Victoria P. Still mad at her. But a girl like oh, Victoria yeah. P. having a line like that, like, I that whole, I'm not here to make friends. If you have, like, a good relationship with the lead, right? Like, mm-hmm. going even back to, like, Corinne, or even before that, um, what was her name? Tara or whatever on Sean's season. Tiara. Tiara was her name, I think. Tiara. I don't know. But these are girls who were, like, portrayed as the villain of the season, and they very much didn't care that they were the villain of the season because they had a really strong, good, strong relationship with the lead. That ain't you, Tammy. I know. <laughs> it, it's never been for a moment. Has I he know. even kissed you? If he hasn't really kissed you or made out with you or touched your butt at all, like that's not. I good. know because Peter makes out with everybody, <laughs> and yeah. I yeah. Now I think about it, I have not seen them kiss. So, yikes, Tammy, yikes. yikes. All right, so Kelly's one on one. I have like four notes from this because it was so boring. What um, you thought it was boring? It was boring in the sense of I was in. The, it was boring in the sense of this is not dramatic. And I don't hate anything about this, so I'm just gonna watch. No, but it I loved how Kelly was calling him out. Yeah. So like, that's what my notes are. Well, about. so first off, all right, she's way too normal for this show. So, yes. Um, Kelly, maybe maybe this wasn't the best choice for you. <laughs> reconsider your career choices, because like you already have a job. You don't need to be an influencer, but we support you if that's what you want to do. When Pe- like Peter keeps saying he needs to see more from her, and I just find that so like cringeworthy. Peter, you are so fucking delusional to think that all of these girls actually like you. Like, they are, like, pimping themselves out for you so that they can get more airtime because they all want to be influencers. Kelly is an attorney who has a real job and is, like, at an age where she probably has had a significant amount of dating experience and is genuinely looking for a partner. And so the fact that, like, she needs to be, like, 
literally pimping herself out for you and just like showing you all of her emotions and all of her feelings like no she doesn't she is a girl evaluating you to see if she even wants to be here and wants to be with you and like you don't like that and that I said Kelly is is the only mature person here that's true she's the only one that's acting like a normal person would like or not a normal person but that is the she is being she's being very sensible. I like that she has no problem pushing back on him. Um, because this whole thing about with Peter about like giving him nothing, I mean we see it later on with his date with Hannah Ann. What when he says validation or he needs a girl to give him more, he means I need to see you cry. Literally. He's equating crying with like being a part of a relationship, which I think that there's a lot of messed up stuff there yes, for it's, Peter. It's, on the surface, like to not even dig into it too much, it just seems incredibly immature to me to think that like you need to have some sob story or you need to be like, yeah, breaking down crying in front of me to show that you care about getting to know me as a partner. It's like Kelly, I feel like is asking real questions and having real conversations of like, look, you know, I don't, let's she see even, if we're compatible. Like, she what? even says no person who wants to be in the stage of like getting married would ever put up with all the drama that you put up with. And so the that fact made that she me calls- pause and think maybe he's not ready. Yeah. And I love that she is going into it just knowing like we're on equal footing here and I have to, I have to want it too. And I don't know if I do. You prove yourself to me, sir. Yes, I think, I, and I think she she probably initially really liked him. Like, whatever moment they had before the show was like, oh, this guy's cute. He's fun. We have a good time. Has been open to getting to know him. And the more she gets to know him, she's like, the more I get to know you, the more I like don't like, sir. But he gets so defensive by that. Like, so the point where it like kind of scared me a little bit. I was like, dude, you need to calm down. He's like, you need to give your all to this. And, and I'm just like, no, she doesn't. Like, what? In what world, Peter, does she need to give her all to, like... Is this where he says, like, a relationship is, like, 50-50 and, like... It might have been. I didn't write that part down. At some point, he starts talking about percentages, and Adam literally yelled at me, and he was like, actually, it should be 100-100. Hey, yo. Oh, snaps to Adam for being such a good partner and knowing that. He's like, all right, I like that. It should be 100-100. But not in the beginning, because I can guarantee you that in the beginning of our relationship, it was about 70-30, me being the 30. Love to see it. <laughs> For Love sure. to see it. There's nothing wrong with wanting to feel pursued a little bit. That's okay. But, like, d- does Kelly, Peter need you. to feel pursued? Is that what we're getting at? Like, I just, just the fact that he got so visibly angry and defensive, I was just kind of, like, Well, I think he's just very re- turned off He's having a mental breakdown. I think he is... Under all of this, very insecure that these girls don't actually like him, yeah. which is the truth. But yeah, I think it's a hard pill for him to swallow. Yes, hence why he has been rewarding all the drama because he thinks he's kind of like weeding out, like oh, like yeah. who's here for the right reasons and trying to figure it out. Meanwhile, none of them are here for the right reasons. So jokes on you, Peter. I know. Um, so I I liked that date in the sense that I liked. I liked Kelly a lot. I, Kelly. I think she really. Kelly has really. Um, she's 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 done it for me. I like her. But a lot. I do think, like, I think at some, I think when it comes to hometowns, she's gonna self eliminate. Like, I think it's gonna get to the point where she's like, "All right, yeah, dude." Like, I. So you think she's gonna be the one to say this isn't for me? Yes, I could. I can definitely see that. Do you think that the whole thing that they're like trying to preview and like pitches of he's sleeping with someone is actually him sleeping with her before the show started? 
I think that's a possibility for sure. Yeah. Um, for a moment, for a hot second, I thought maybe him and Sydney were going to do something in that's that little grotto. That's what I originally um, thought, and then it wasn't that. And I do, you know, in interviews, Peter has sworn up and down that, like, him and Kelly just, quote-unquote, met in the hotel and, like, danced and then, like, talked and then, like, that was it. But I, I always felt that there was, they, there was probably something there that they had slept together or something. So who knows? Maybe we'll find out. But then yes. the day ends. Kelsey goes to visit Peter. Yes. And Peter in that conversation does say, Kelsey, you do not have to apologize for being yourself, which I really liked because she does not. And that's when we find out that Tammy has apparently been saying that she also, that Kelsey has also been popping pills, which is like ridiculous. That is where we get into like, these are people's lives. People have jobs. That is not okay. It's the same thing on Housewives, right? When everybody said Lisa Rinna was popping pills. That was where it took... You don't watch Housewives. I don't watch Housewives. That's where it took it over the line. Like, you cannot just accuse people of being addicted to drugs. Right. Casually throwing that out there. Like, that's not... Well, and then also, too, she tried to just... Because then Kelsey just came out and was like, I take Adderall and birth control. Like, these are the medications I'm taking. Which she 100% did not have to disclose. Would you like to see my, like, my (laughs) prescription? Like, Right, like, it, it is no one's business what medications you're on for any reason. But then Tammy tried to defend it with, like, oh, well, uh... Well, I don't know what kind of medications you take, and it's like, well, yeah, Tammy, because you shouldn't know what and kind of medications she takes. And even like, if she was taking medications that weren't Adderall and birth control, um, what's it to you? It's no, it's none because of we your go back business. to. It's not your place to shame anyone's mental health, anything. But even it doesn't even have to have been a mental health thing. It could have been anything. You don't know what health conditions Kelsey has. Yeah, she could have. High or low blood pressure or yes. anything that needs Completely. to, that, like, I don't know other illnesses where you need to take pills every single day, but I know there are several. Um, it doesn't even have to be a mental thing. And, like, her, Kelsey's health history is none yes. of your fucking business. Like, it's... It's not. Um, I actually... Like, she could have had an infection in her toe from four months ago and is still taking a little something so that it doesn't get... Infected, and yeah. and then Tammy runs with that, sees her popping a pill, and is like, "You're a pill popper. You're mentally unstable." It's like you don't know what people's medical histories are. Right. Like, what is wrong with you? Overall, in that conversation, I really actually walked away feeling like, you know what? I'd be okay if Peter and Kelsey ended up together. Like, I know that they probably won't. They probably right. Won't. Like, yeah. my gut is not telling me that that's going to be the ending. But actually, it kind of works for me. What if Kelsey was the Bachelorette? I. Don't think she, she could handle it. <laughs> I don't think she's mentally stable. I'm not saying that at all. Again, again and again, I keep saying, like, Kelsey, I feel you. Like, I feel like Kelsey, I feel really, she's relatable to me. I, if but, they gave her a good, when whenever she gets kicked off, because I don't think she ends up with Peter, if they give her, like, some sort of classy exit and some sort maybe. of monologue that's not forced, we'll I get to it. it. <laughs> we'll get to it. Um. Yeah, no, I would stand it. I would be okay with it. I would follow her to Iowa. I would want to know about that journey. Beautiful. There's not a lot of girls from this season that I would, um, would, and I feel like I actually do like Kelsey. I also, I want to bring up too, I get that I guess Peter was just trying to like be nice and reassure her by giving her the rose, but I have in bold letters, oh my God, he gives her a rose. Peter, are you stupid? Like, she comes to you and talks about bullying in the house. And then you are go- going to give her a rose so that she can get bullied more in the house. I, and when she came back to all the girls and had to, like, look at all of them and be like, look, I don't want this to be a thing. I didn't expect this. But, like, ha, here. 
I have this rose. Yeah. I felt so bad for her. Because you know yes. she didn't want to do that. You know the producers made her do it. They're like, you can't hide this rose. You have to address it. Because had she also had she just run up to her room and hid the rose, then that would have been a fucking thing that, like, Kelsey got a rose and, like, hid it from us or whatever. I thought that she handled it very well. Um, because, she, like, I, I, just, I just felt like she, she knew that they were going to be upset about it. And I don't, and I understand, I understand why they were a little upset about it. But at the same time, this is like getting to be a boy who cried wolf situation. Girls, you're constantly mad. So now nothing yeah. that you're mad about matters. It's because true. you're always mad at someone. So now none of it matters. And they're just always pipe, like jumping on someone's throat. And then the cocktail party gets canceled. And yes. Kelsey turns around and she apologizes to them. Like it was her fault. And it, was it wasn't. Not her and fault. The, and I wrote that down too that they're all jumping down Kelsey's throat that like, ah, I'm not getting my time because of you. And it's like, once again, McKenna, <laughs> you're not getting your time because Peter has not made it a priority to have time with you. Like, yes. and then, so then we get this really interesting moment of television mm-hmm. yes. where we have. All these girls very mad at Kelsey. McKenna has got to tell him something big. And I know. This is going to be a big night for us. <laughs> Lexi, I really turned on McKenna this week. I really turned on Lexi this week. I thought she was so cute and like this fiery redhead. Yeah. Absolutely not. Um, and then Tammy turns around and says, I got the pill popping information from Victoria P. Mm. And somehow then the new target w- w- seamlessly becomes Tammy. And now everyone's jumping down Tammy's throat. So that brings me to the Mean Girl Click. The Mean Girl Click, yes. which I think has been consistent throughout. It's been hard to identify who's in it. But I think based on seeing Instagram, just in, like Instagram activity even after the show, it's Victoria P, Victoria F, Lexi, Sydney, and maybe even Natasha, although I do really like Natasha and I don't want to loop her in with the, those girls, but it does seem But I feel like, like she kind of jumps in a little bit she on does, the those are, those are her friends. I don't think she's the leader by any means, but yeah, she's those not, are her friends. I think Sydney's kind of the leader, but those girls are nasty. Nasty. I don't even want to see them in paradise. Like, I don't want to see them have anything to do with this franchise again. I really think that their behavior has been despicable. Like, you, I get it, like, people getting into fights with each other, but it's the way that they went from, we're going to jump down Kelsey's throat, and you suck, and you suck, and we're going to make you feel horrible, to, you said one thing about Victoria P, now we're on you. It's just like, you are literally just here to make people feel like shit, and you think that you are just like this hot, no. And then and it was mind-blowing to me that we can talk about, when Timmy can say, oh, like, I found this out from Victoria P., and somehow Victoria P just like slides out of this whole thing and then it all gets turned on Tammy. Meanwhile, Victoria P started it. How are we not Ugh, I, I fucking hate Victoria. I P. just watched that and I was like like to me it it, it was like it was not Oh, because I have liked girls in the past that have like caused drama and have been a little bit mean. That does not bother me. This is a group of girls that these are your mean girls from high school, and they have no place on this show. Like, when you all come together and gang up on people, like, that is not okay. That is not why I watch this show. One yeah. strong, crazy, kooky, Corinne-type girl, I can get behind that, right? Like, I love a girl who speaks her mind and is like, I'm not going to sure. let you mess with me. When or- Corinne was never deliberately, like, mean to anyone, no. right? Like, she was just kind of not really following the playbook, kind of doing her own thing, and people didn't like that. But actually, at the end of the day, if you look back now – to her relationship with all the girls like like no one like 
maybe Taylor Nolan, but like no one hates Corinne. Like it, it's not nothing she was doing was deliberately or intentionally mean. Like no. this is it's mean. I mean, even watching a little later in the episode, Lexi, who, again, I was like, what is happening? Just the way she was speaking to even McKenna, like, in the end, like, just snapping in a way that was just like, ooh, this is who you are in real life. Like, this is is how you treat people. This is how you... This is how you act when you, like, this is not okay. It was, like, scary. I, I felt scared. I, I did not felt, like it. And I also felt like I wasn't watching an episode of The Bachelor. I was watching no. an episode of Real Housewives, which yeah. is why I don't watch Real Housewives, because yes. it's all just them screaming at each other over stupid shit. Like, yes. Because I understand, actually, and even the Peter Weber do not come together like that and that big of a thing and, like, gang up. Like, there yeah. are at least teams. Like, there are at least, like, teams of I see, I people. see. Like, you know? Like, this, I don't know. Someone's gonna be like the housewives are exactly like that. But <laughs> that's fine. I mean, for my that's your truth, so it's fine. Uh, <laughs> honestly, Peter true. Weber said it best on some random interview with Entertainment Tonight or some other publication or something, where he was like, you know, looking because he was saying, like, no, looking back, I have very different opinions of a lot of these girls, and I'm really hurt by the way that they were treating each other because some drama based on, like we said, this show, you're all in a pressure cooker in one house, dating one guy, there's bound to be drama, especially drama when. People start to develop feelings, and there's jealousy, and there's a lot of insecurities all kind of in a pressure cooker to kind of lash out at each other. And that's the kind of drama that I think is normal and natural and okay. It's like it's coming from a place of, look, we're dating the same guy, and I'm starting to fall vulnerable, and we're having feelings and things. This is not even that. This has nothing to do with Peter. This is just ripping people down and, like, tearing down their character, and it's fucking weird. I'm not here for it. It literally makes it like my blood is like boiling thinking about those. And they were all well because they were all just screaming and like saying like trying to get their two cents in just to like have their moment of like a one liner or something. It's like everyone is trying to do like a Demi show or a Corinne show, and everyone's trying to be that one who like says things. It reminds. But when you all are saying things, I can't like listen to all of you. It reminds me a little bit of what we've been seeing a lot at Women Tell All when they all come back. Yes, 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 yes. Bachelor in Paradise audition where you get like Jane who went on the first (laughs) night, like coming out the gate, like saying all these things. (laughs) Yes, things that happen like three episodes later. (laughs) Even at one point, Hannah Brown was like, Jane, like you're not, you don't even go here. There, no, that's really what it felt like as well. But on the show, and I was annoyed about that enough at Women Tell All because I was like, I just want to hear one person talk. I mean, I fucking hate the Women Tell All. I don't think it's a good episode. I know. Well, all right. So that whole thing, like, made me very mad. My blood was boiling. We had the rose ceremony. Um, Oh, the only other thing that I did love, though... <laughs> so Hannah Ann and Madison are literally off to the side, like not anywhere near them, and you just hear them go, "Oh God!" <laughs> and I was like, "Yes, only saying queens." Like- Honestly, and props to Hannah Ann for totally getting because I thought she was going to be a bit of a drama queen from the Correct. first couple episodes, yep. um, like no. little pageant girl, whatever. Um, but you know, she had her thing with Kelsey with the champagne thing. But after that. She's been smart. Remove yeah. yourself. It's not a cute look. It's not. No. It's not. Because I think both of them look at it and they're like, I hope that someone in that house looked at it and was like, oh my God, these girls are going to look so bad on TV. Hopefully. Probably it was the opposite. They were like, we're going to be I wanna, stars, baby. Have we seen, because I feel like I haven't really, a lot of people on Reddit are 
clearly not like Necro Girls. Mm-hmm. Is the wide internet reaction like that this is a group of mean, mean, mean yes, yes, girls? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, cool. Because I really want to see them rejected by Bachelor Nation. Like, I really do. I Oh, everyone is saying that. All people, any okay. interview I've watched, they're like, wow, these girls are mean. Yeah. Whether it's Nick Vile, whether it's like the Ashley Iconetti, Jared Haby, and people, they're like, Good. wow, these people are nasty. Like, Demi saying these girls are nasty. Everyone is. Because that so, is, as I'm watching, like, I'm like, it's gonna de- it's gonna devastate me. I, I don't care that much. It's gonna really make me <laughs> devastate me. It's right. gonna disappoint. Get it right. <laughs> get it right. It's gonna really disappoint me if these girls just go on to like live in like bachelor influencer. Yeah, I don't it's, think. So what that I have to will. say to the people is unfollow them if you follow them on Instagram. Like, don't support them. Yeah. Like your follows is what is gonna like make them money off of this. Don't support them. Don't let them make money off of being this nasty to women on television. I agree. Wow, that was so beautiful. Do we want to talk about the rose ceremony or no? Um, Well, there was a mini cocktail party that was so offensive to everyone. Okay, but in in fairness, like, we're seeing, like, a couple minutes of this. In reality, that probably went on for, like, 30 to 45 minutes. And they're all standing there in their heels and gowns while fucking (laughs) McKenna, who never had a chance with Peter anyway, is like, I need to open my heart to you and tell you my sob story right now. Like, that's fucking annoying. I do see why they were mad. I see why they were mad too, but they were just so nasty about it that I then decided that I thought that it was stupid they were mad. Sure. So I mean, that's fine. So we have we have the, the rose ceremony. So Shean goes home and she tries to do a, a Colton season mm-hmm. kind of, I really want you to know what's going on in the house. And Love left. to see it. She seemed, I mean, Shean has been so out of all of this drama. She seems very genuine and sweet. Yeah. I want to see her on Paradise. That's yes. what I want to see. Amen. Um, and Lexi goes and I said, oh, well, bye. Yeah. And then but I was all shocked girls, that McKenna and Tammy both got roses then after that I mean obviously like didn't last very long but I well, could not be getting rid of two but then so Lexi's sobbing hysterically which had nothing to do with Peter like keep Lexi before you keep her. like no. McKenna or I don't know I don't know and then all those girls and then did you see the screenshot obviously it's a podcast so the viewers the listeners not viewers can't but there was this screenshot of this mean girl gang that I'm talking about mm. standing off to the side while the rest of them, like, go to actually toast with Peter. Oh, yeah. Like, <sighs> the scene is very telling. Who is there for Peter and who is just there for the drama. And it's literally the mean girl click over on the side. And then all the rest of the girls go. But describe for the there. listeners who's the mean girl click. It's Victoria P., Sydney, and who's the other one? Uh, pretty sure that's Natasha. Mm. Unfortunately. Unfortunate. Because I do like Natasha. I mean, here's the thing. Natasha has... I like Natasha. No, Natasha has been very, like, blunt and honest and called out a lot of shit, and she has, like, funny one-liners, but, like, that doesn't mean she's a nice person. (laughs) Like, No, it doesn't. She's been been entertaining TV, for sure. Um, I'll be interested to hear, once this is all over, what she has to say about that group of girls, if she sticks with them. Yeah, well, I also want to see, so, like... I mean, we'll get into it when we when we do this all over again and talk about the next episode. Right, so I was going to say but, we just um, finished one whole episode. But Natasha, I'm curious to see, like, if she, if we see, like, things that we didn't know about her in her one-on-one or, like, like I'm curious as to why she was kept, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, but, yeah, all right, we're going to take an intermission and then we'll be back for episode two. <laughs> do, 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 do. Because, do you want to sing us an yeah. interlude song? Intermission. <laughs> <laughs> Are you having a mental breakdown? 
Just kidding. We know that that's not an appropriate thing to ask anyone (laughs) at any time, unlike Peter. But if you are having issues with your mental health or just feel like you want to talk to somebody, as both Jackie and I do, um, BetterHelp is a great place to start. Yes, if something is interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, you can get BetterHelp today. BetterHelp is therapy on your schedule. It's an online website where you can go to start communicating with a counselor. So go to betterhelp.com, H-E-L-P, and start living a happier life now. Visit betterhelp.com slash believe, that's better H-E-L-P, and join the over 700,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Special offer for Bachelor Lab listeners, get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash believe. We're back from intermission, and I think we should lead into this segment with a discussion about why is this even happening to us? You know, we were just really faced with the realization after recording this episode, we were like, oh my God, we have to do this all over again. Why were we subjected to five hours of The Bachelor this week? I'm exhausted. And my, wait, can I tell my theory first? Sure. So my original <laughs> theory, I texted Jackie this week. I said, I figured it out. It's because of the Olympics. The Olymp- mm. They have to have space to, to show the Olympics. <laughs> Um, To which I then found out that it's the Summer Olympics that aren't coming until July, and also the Olympics are not shown on ABC, so... Oh, right, yes, NBC. I was wrong. But Jackie might be right. But I think my theory is correct (laughs) in that, so, obviously, there there are no spoilers. Um, This is a spoiler-free podcast, and me and Erin personally are unspoiled as we watch this season and talk about it to you guys. But if you consider this a spoiler, like, I'm sorry for you because it's not, but... So, you know, Reality Steve is the guy who posts and releases all the spoilers. And Reality Steve, I know from people who do follow the spoilers, that has not been able to confirm who the final pick is. Like, the ending spoiler doesn't exist yet. You can't even be fully spoiled on the season, despite the fact that the season wrapped filming at the end of, or in the middle of November, like right before Thanksgiving. They always do that. So, my theory is that obviously a lot more is happening after the show wraps. I don't know if Peter picks someone and then changes his mind and then goes to someone else or if he ends up with no one and then someone else reaches out or I don't know what the situation is, but to me it's very clear that there's more to this story after they quote-unquote give the final rose. In which case, I think some of these updates could be happening in real time. And then ABC's like, oh shit, we need to put two or three more episodes at the end of what we thought was the finale to really complete this story But with the way TV works, like, they only have a certain amount of weeks to air The Bachelor before another TV show gets that time slot. I think it's actually Dancing with the Stars, which would make even more sense because Dancing with the Stars needs a certain amount of weeks to complete their season before The Bachelorette comes back on them. So just with the way TV schedules work, like, I'm sure The Bachelor is slotted for only a certain amount of weeks to air. And if more updates are happening with Peter's story in real time, they're going to have to add episodes to the end, which is why they're trying to catch us up as soon as possible, giving us five hours. Now we're at the final six at the end of this episode, and it's only the first week of February. And usually The Bachelor goes till the first or second week of March. Right, we still have a month so, left. Right, so, so if, if, like, Monday we get down to four, then the next three, week two, it'll be... Uh, so I think they more or less added... all the next week, or then it'll be down to three... Then it'll be Women Tell All. But sometimes, isn't sometimes the Women Tell All on a Tuesday, though? Like, sometimes they do both. Yeah. Sometimes they don't, depending on what they have. So I think they're trying to just, like, expedite this because I think they're going to be adding episodes to the end. 
That's my theory. Also makes me wonder why have why did we have to watch so much nonsense drama? You clearly had plenty of footage. Yeah, why I, are the I wonder three that hours, too. Still? Because even like Randy said that to me too, and he's like, "Well, then why did we watch that whole episode that was like such filler, like the one before they sent Alea home yeah. or something ridiculous?" But maybe I don't know. Maybe Alea comes back. Maybe she was actually important. Maybe Alea's whole storyline was important. What if Alea comes back? Cool. I'd be all right with that at this point. <laughs> Great. So episode two. Welcome to Santiago. It's a says Wednesday. Peter. None of us want to be watching this. None on of us Wednesday, want to be here, but we're here. Um, actually, I, ABC was retweeting a lot of people that did want to be watching on a Wednesday, and I was like, "Who? Who are you?" Let us know. Slide into our DMs. Do you enjoy <laughs> having Bachelor twice in a week? Like, is that something that you are like, "Wow, this is such a treat! I get to watch my favorite show twice in a week." Or do you feel like us where you're like, oh my god, I don't know if my brain can handle this twice in one week. Yeah, I was definitely the latter. Also, I really like Bachelor being on Mondays. Just because Mondays are, it's the worst day of the week. We like a routine though. That's us. We like a routine. Well, yeah. And Mondays for me are, like I don't try to do too much on a Monday. You know, it's always like, all right, go to work, like maybe get to the gym and then just like. Like, I know I'm always doing nothing on a Monday evening. It's never, like, no one's ever like, hey, want to go to happy hour or get dinner on a Monday? Mm. So it's always just a good day to have it's The Bachelor on. We're in Chile. We're in Chile. Peter needs to stop speaking Spanish as if he is, like, ethnic. Um, I get it. He probably speaks Spanish very well, but he speaks it in a way of, like, a kid who learns Spanish in, like, his high school classes. And, I mean, you know, maybe you took the AP exam and you're, like, basically fluent, but he doesn't speak it with, like, the accent where it's like, oh, no, you, like, actually are fluent in Spanish. You know what I mean? I don't care that this man is fluent in Spanish. I care that this show specifically picked international places where he could show that off. That's what's annoying to me. Yeah, all of it's so fucking annoying. So, we... He's not Cuban! He is, but, like... We start the show. It's less than three minutes into the show. McKenna is crying, and mm. she's still talking about it. But then, I my annoyance at that quickly changed because Victoria, Victoria F. Yeah. jumps down her throat... Basically acts like she's crazy for having feelings, which Victoria F., you've been crying the entire season, and says, McKenna is a sad, weepy dog on the side of the road. If there is a sad, weepy dog on the side of the road... <laughs> it's you, Victoria season, F. It is you. You are the sad, oh, weepy man. dog in a corner on several episodes, <laughs> weeping <laughs> over nothing, over not knowing what your feelings are. Get out of here. And then Hannah Ann yeah. gets the one-on-one, and mm-hmm. I said, honestly, thank God. <laughs> Yeah, I wrote down, McKenna loses her shit. Again, enough is enough, McKenna. You're lucky you made it this far and that I know your name. Like, Jesus Christ, McKenna, you never had a chance at having a relationship with Peter. You are lucky you are coming out of this with me knowing your name. Like, you will be on Paradise and I'll be like, oh yeah, that girl. Like, Adam's hot take on McKenna is, why does that girl wear so many jumpsuits? Aw, I love to see a good jumpsuit. That's Don't jumpsuit I, shame. Oh I my said. God. He was like, do you think she has a thing about her legs? And then if you watch, she really does wear things that cover her legs. So it's like, I don't know. I think she's just a girl who likes jumpsuits, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I'm not shaming jumpsuits. I like jumpsuits, too. It's just, it's just something to ponder about. Just Let us know in the comments what you guys think worship. about McKenna and her jumpsuits. All right, so, yeah, I wrote down I think Hannah Ann could win. Like, Mad- like Madison, I think, is also a top front runner, but she's so freaking boring. Like, I hate to really, like, hate on Madison like this, but also, no. I don't like her. Every single time she comes on the screen, I'm like, I, get off my screen. You have nothing of value to offer me right now. Really? Yes. See, I actually really like her. Like, and I do think Peter's really into her. Their connection seems strong. She seems like the type of girl who, yeah, could win. 
but I don't like now, it. Now, this could be her edit, but to me, I think it's very telling about her character that she has managed to make it in this house with these girls and not get in a single fight with anyone, yeah. not jump in on any of the drama, and just gener- generally maintain a cool, calm, collected composure. To me, that says, like, this no, is a cool girl. No, that's huge. Oh, for sure. I'm sure she's cool. Madison, I'll interview you. She's I think you're cool. <laughs> and I will not. I'll, tell, I'll interview Victoria fucking F. And then I wrote down again, ooh, I hate they're making him speak Spanish. It's just, it seems super forced. You know what I mean? Like, yes. Peter, uh, he might know a lot of Spanish, but he does not come across to me as someone who uses Spanish, like, in his everyday life. Like, I don't, I, I mean, I guess I don't know this, but, like, I don't think, like, in his household they speak Spanish. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the know. fact that he's, like, walking around speaking Spanish to everyone in Chile, it just felt very forced to me that they were, like, trying to make a point that, like, guys... He's ethnic. He's Cuban. And it's just, it was getting to be too much for me. I was okay with him speaking. I, my my issue was with them specifically picking places to show that he can speak Spanish to try to prove that he's ethnic. Yeah. But once he's actually there, obviously speak the language that the people speak. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but they, so Hannah Ann and Peter frolic around um, Santiago. They shove food in each other's face. People online thought mm-hmm. that Earth gross. I did not care. But the real tea, <laughs> I did not care. The real tea of the episode was when it's the nighttime date and Peter all of a sudden decides now he's going to take this seriously um, and have a serious conversation with someone and it's going to be Hannah Ann and he job interviews her. <laughs> Pretty much. He literally asks her, where do you see yourself in five years? And that is a job interview question. What are your goals? Yeah. And Hannah Ann says, modeling, and then a water metaphor, let's go deep. She talks about, oh, you only catch minnows in the shallows. And, and I just kept thinking of um, the song Shallow from A Star Is Born. Oh, you want to hit us with a, with a chord? I'm at the... No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was going to do it. No, um, no, no. <laughs> I said, Peter, like, looks so mad at her. He yes. gets up. Because well, this all, was all sparked, though, before, earlier on in the day, that she says she was in a relationship for three-something years, but had never been in love before. And Peter was like, whoa, red flag, red flag, red flag. Oh, my God, how can you possibly be ready for a relationship... Peter, have you? Like, you have, other than Hannah Brown, who is, like, a questionable real relationship, you have not discussed being in a long-term relationship or anything like that. Like, have you been in love before? I'm not sure, sir. I have two points to make on this. Mm -hmm. One, just because you've never been in love with someone doesn't mean you're not worthy of love and doesn't mean that you shouldn't be able to have a relationship. That's not a reason not to date someone. So that's point blank even if what she's saying is true but I have a screenshot of her um picture with her ex-boyfriend and it literally says hashtag I love you <laughs> you came prepared with the fucking happy receipts. valentine's day this is from February 14th 2017 <laughs> happy valentine's day you're the most amazing boyfriend I could ever ask for thanks for making me feel special every day can't wait to see you hashtag I love you hashtag you're perfect hashtag valentine's day hashtag you're perfect hashtag no I'm gonna come to Hannah and defense. Wait, can I also say the other thing I screenshotted of Hannah Ann of her modeling career? Yes. <laughs> so I sent this to Jackie earlier in the week because I couldn't wait, but it's a picture of Hannah Ann in a Sonic ad and it's just, we, we should post it to our story. It's really, yeah. it is Yeah, insane. check out the stories tomorrow and it will be there because, yeah, let's not spoil the surprise. <laughs> it's a gem. <laughs> it's really beautiful. Um, But I'm gonna defend Hannah Ann here though because obviously, like, she's young. She's 23, right? I she's think so. Yeah. Um, so if she was dating for some dating someone for three something years, this must have overlapped high school, college at some point. Yeah. One of those phases. I think you can in the moment feel like you are in love with someone and then especially in these young relationships in your life, look back on it and be like, "Oh yeah, we did say I love you, but like 
was that really love or was that more or less just like a infatuated with each other we're young and naive and we don't know any better type situation like I think you can especially in those young relationships and even if you did say I love you at the time look back and be like oh maybe that wasn't really love like I think that's a fair thing I I do think that that's a fair thing but I think that people put too much like on this whole thing of like in love like loving someone versus being in love with someone like if you really are like if you really love someone and you are willing to like commit to them and be in a long-term committed relationship like you, it's not always going to be like rainbows and butterflies sure. and chase rights concerts right what what why why are we reading Chase Rice? Well, this? I just am saying, like, concerts and these amazing dates and yeah, stuff, like, yeah. right? Like, that's kind of like that romantic, like, in-loveness. But mm-hmm. when you're dating someone, like, it's not always going to be that. So I just, I, I struggle with, like, what do they mean by, like, I've loved someone, but I've never been in love. Like, isn't Is that what she thing? said? She's loved someone, she but we really never... we really cared about each other, and she clearly, like, they said, I love you. So yeah. what's the difference between that and, like, being in love? Do you just mean, like, you haven't... Like, been to Europe with someone? Like, what do you mean? I mean, I don't know what that means for her. For myself, I think I I could distinguish between really caring for someone and actually being in love with them. I think those are definitely two separate things. I I mean, I guess I do think that they're separate things. I don't know. I just... So so what do you think? Do you think she's, like, like being dishonest about her dating history for some sort of ulterior motive on the show? No, because it doesn't really help her. So. No, I mean it didn't, and but I think Peter was was being unfair in his yes. grilling of her and being like, "Oh my god, well, right, you've never she, been in love before." I don't know if you're ready. I mean, even if he should did, be questioning if any of these girls, he should be questioning if he himself is ready. Yeah, but um, I do think he was being a little unfair. She seemed very open to it. She seemed very like, "Look, yeah. like well, I deeply cared for someone, but like open for that next thing." Like you have to be in love. Like I don't know, everyone wasn't in love once before then they were you know what I mean yeah well like it is possible to fall in love after not being in love before yeah like happens to literally all of us that's why the first thing I said was like even if she had never even dated anyone it doesn't mean that she's not worthy of sure and people marry their first loves their first boyfriends like it I mean yeah I don't Um, know so basically though my takeaway from it was he like he seemed very upset about how he felt like she had like all these perfect answers and then she cries and then Peter's like Oh, yes, this is the depth that I want. Yes, literally crying with the same answers. Like, so, he, she literally said the exact same words, but just with tears in her eyes. And well, then Peter is like, wow, now I have no doubt about Hannah Then she said, Anne. I'm starting to fall in love with you. So three and a half years, no go. But three weeks, sure. That's where I was I mean, calling. They all throw almost. that, that word I around. know, but it's just like, you, you dated someone for three and a half years and you said I love you, but you're saying you weren't in love, but now you're falling in love with Peter? No, you're not. Yeah. But I also, I hate the, fr- I, they all use this phrase. It's like a weird half-assed, like, I love you. I'm starting to fall in, I'm that, starting, or it's like, they're always like, I'm starting to maybe teeter on maybe or maybe not falling in love with you. As if that fucking means something. Like, yeah. you're either in love or you're not. Like. Well, that's what I'm, I think that's. And, and in those in-betweens, you can still care for someone deeply yeah. and have an, an attraction to them and see a future with them. All of those things can be true before you're in love. But, like, The Bachelor does this weird thing of, like, mm, I'm not, like, in love with you, but I'm, like, teetering on, like, maybe falling <laughs> in love with you. And they're, like, oh, my God, those are the words I needed to hear. Well, Thank that, you. that is definitely true. I think that that was the point I was trying to make was this whole thing of, like, oh, I'm falling in love versus, like, yeah, yeah you, like, love, like, I don't, okay, I'm, I'm going to let it go, but. 
No, I get what you're saying. But I, I think this just went to show how immature Peter, Peter is. And yeah. his understanding of what love is is so warped and twisted. Yeah. Literally, the, Hannah Ann said the exact same words to him. Like, truly, it was it was literally the same thing, just with tears in her eyes. And he was like, this is what I wanted. Like, she came in crying, and he's like, thank you. You've <laughs> done it. Rose. You've proven that you Jesus wanted me. Jesus Christ. Um, so then Victoria F. Gets another one-on-one, and McKenna <laughs> loses her shit again. I liked seeing Kelsey, like, be nice to McKenna. Like, I think... At some point, um, McKenna was getting upset, obviously, like she always does. And was it Tammy that was jumping down her? Or someone was, like, making fun of her for being emotional yet again. And Kelsey was just like, look, like, she's not being... I don't remember exactly. Because Kelsey actually defended McKenna a couple times throughout the episode. Just being like, look, she's not being immature. She she doesn't act... Like, I don't know. I just thought it was nice to see at least some sort of genuine friendship come out of these girls. Because they always seem to be at each other's throat. And... The things that Kelsey said about McKenna several times, I was like, oh, they seem to actually, like, get along and care about each other. And it's nice that when something's com- someone's coming out at McKenna, especially because McKenna's so young, and Kelsey is one of the older girls in the house, to be like, no, she's not She's not a baby. Like, she's not immature. Like, and just to defend, I just thought it was nice. I agree. Um, and I agree to your point about they haven't really allowed us to see many of the female friendships. Which I think is a big reason why a lot of us watch the show. Yeah. Um, a lot of the girls who clearly have close friendships were sent home very early. Yeah, which is unfortunate. All right, so, so group date. Spanish soap operas that Peter watched with his grandma and Natasha blah, watched blah, with blah, her blah, grandma. Blah, blah. Grandma um, loves soap operas. I will say, as much as like I really liked Kelly last episode, the drama diva in me was mad at Kelly for not taking it seriously. <laughs> I she's like in her fucking grandma costume and just joking around and making up lines like follow the script like I was like she's not taking it she's not taking the play seriously she's she's improvising her lines how dare she so I literally wrote oh my god Kelly take it seriously and I wrote Kelly was such a good sport about being the grandma and I loved when she said I'm just going to say incest is best on this one I thought she was such a good sport she was a good sport about, like, being the grandma, for sure. But the fact that they were putting on a play and she was making up her own lines, I did not appreciate it. Oh How God. are your fellow actors going to know their cues, Erin? I just want the listeners to know that this is what I've dealt with for, what, almost 20 years now. <laughs> Jackie as an actress, so. Take it seriously. I don't even know what that means, but. I'm just saying. As you shove shrimp in your mouth. It's very good shrimp. It is very good shrimp. I, I'm, like, jealous of you eating it right now. Do you want me to bring you one? Yes, please. For all the listeners at home, Erin's boyfriend made us shrimp tacos while we record this podcast, and the shrimp is very good. Well seasoned. Shout out to McCormick and Schmidt. Oh, is that where it's from? No, that's just where the seasoning's from. Oh, nice. Good to know. Good seasoning. Okay, so... Um, I'm, I have a note that says Sydney sucks. That's probably the tenth time I wrote that in my notes. That's fair. I don't have any more notes about the telenovela. I said the show opera acting looks like they're real conversations. Yeah, that's like a good point. Their acting looks like what I see when they're having like these heart-to-heart conversations, mm-hmm. so that was weird. Yeah, but that's all I really... I didn't write anything else about it. Cocktail yeah. party. Yeah. I wrote in bold, Peter doesn't talk, he just makes out. And I think it was after Kelsey had had a conversation with him, just being like, wow, we've overcome a lot, like, look where we are now, blah, blah, blah. And it just goes to show once again how immature Peter is because he doesn't like having conversations. He doesn't like talking. Like, when Kelly confronts him with real, legitimate, logical things, he doesn't like that. He just makes out. And he equates, I think, making out and and more because he's a windmill boy. 
and crying to love like that's like the whole like logical like let's sit down and like both like put our cards on the table and like figure out a conflict part of love like part of being in a real serious long-term relationship is yeah like having to sit down at the table and like have real conversations about conflict he does not like that no and then the thing that actually kind of got overshadowed in this episode which that's fine was um him sending victoria fee home Yes, and I want to talk about that because obviously as a viewer, our opinions changed on Victoria P drastically, but we didn't see like what like he he kind of vaguely says like oh, ever since the Alea thing, we haven't cleared the air. But it was very unclear to me like why his opinions changed on Victoria P. Like if you realize she's a lying fucking snake like we all did, I would like you to say it, Peter. I almost feel like this episode, I mean, considering the fact that he sends Tammy, McKenna, and Sydney home, that he almost was at the point where he was like, okay, anybody that's been involved in any sort of drama, goodbye. Which is nice to see finally that he's kind of Um, doing that. But it's possible that producers said something about Victoria P. It's possible that he, after, upon reflecting over the face grabbing, I want to sit, I'm not going to sit down, I'm going to sit down, I don't want to talk to you, I'm going to talk to you. Thing. Like, if he was like, wait a second, I don't want to date that. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was weird that she was the one who brought it up, right? Like, I even wrote that down. She was like, you know, we never really, like, talked about the whole Alea thing. And I was, I wrote down, I was like, bitch, don't! Like, you mean the time that you blatantly lied and, like, somehow sneakily got away with it? Why would you bring that back up again? Because I think she, in her mind, she is right. And how? I don't even know, like, I don't even know how I would explain Victoria P to someone who doesn't watch the show because she's just like she's managed to like slither out of any sort of accusation but clearly she has been running her mouth and like dropping little tidbits here and there throughout the show but then she constantly is able to manipulate her way out of the conversation and she does again when Peter dumps her yeah all of a sudden it's I don't want to be concerned I don't want you to be concerned for me. I'm concerned for you. Like, she totally turns it. This is the last conversation that we're going to have. Yeah, this she, is not love. This is not love. She turns it like what? she is breaking up with him. But yes. she really only did that after he was like, yeah, I'm not sure that I see you, like, as my wife. She totally turned. It as was, soon as she knew it wasn't her, she was like, well, that." I think she tried to make a play at, like, a, a strong bachelorette power exit. Oh, is that what you saw? Because I did not. I mean, she didn't successfully do it. I'm just saying, I think that, like, in, in her... Because she doesn't have control of, like, what's edited and what we see. But I think in her brain, that's what she was trying to do. Like, okay, you're rejecting me. I'm going to reject you. And you don't need to walk me out, Peter. And I'm a, I feel sorry for you for missing out on me type thing. I said that I thought she was using the dramaticism to get him to, like, fight for her. Yeah. Almost like, I want you to run after me. I want you to, like, show that, like, you're making a mistake or something. But the whole thing was really stupid and yeah I just I would have liked to hear more from Peter of like oh no I realized that you lied about this whole thing like you were caught in several lies or just something it it, never really got properly called out it wasn't real it wasn't really clear it was just like she stupidly brought it all up again because it's like bitch you could have slid by I think for another week or two I'm hopeful that he calls her out that someone calls her out at women's law her and I'm sure they will that like get there and you'll have you'll have the savannas back on that stage, like the people who really have the tea. Yeah, I think she she will get what's coming to her because I don't think any no one is like Team Victoria P. 
And then I said, Madison is the only sane girl here. Oh my god, I said fucking Madison. This bitch is so boring. Aww. He writes her a script. They are kissing it. All I can look at is his stupid bandage. See, I said Madison's <laughs> the only sane girl here. You go, girl. And no, she's she's nice. She's sane. She's fine. I just, like, I don't know. I, I, I wish we saw some more personality or something from her. We don't well, see she anything. She hasn't gotten a lot of screen time, but I'm not blaming her for that. Sure. I'm okay, hold that's off fair. And see, like, wait till she gets a little bit more, and then decide because I think in the upcoming episodes we will see more of her because we really only saw her in the first episode when we were being very judgmental and didn't realize the crap that we were about to be dealing with. Right. So I think hold off on your final judgments on her. Give her a chance. I think that's fair. And then if you still think she's boring, that's fine. Yes. Um And then Tammy. Yes, I say Tammy. Why are you so mean? Starts attacking McKenna for trying to be positive. Like McKenna was just trying to be like. You know, today ended up being a good day and blah, blah, blah. That was what was so confusing to me about the whole thing was because I felt like for McKenna, like, yes, like, you had a hard time. You're trying to be positive. I, I, I feel that. Like, that's pretty. And then Tammy's, yeah. like, jumping Well, that's why I think, like, is she a producer plant just to, like, make a two-on-one right now? It know. just, it didn't make any sense. I know. Especially because I have not seen her and McKenna have any sort of issues up until this point. It was just all of a sudden you just hate McKenna now. Yeah. Enough to have a two-on-one, which was like it felt a stretch. Yeah, I don't know. And then we had to watch another Victoria F date. Yeah. Um, and I really wanted, <laughs> I really wanted when the date started, when the horse trainer came over, I wanted Peter so badly to say, have you dated the horse trainer? Like I wanted that to be like a joke <laughs> that someone made and no one made the joke. And it was just a missed opportunity. That is a missed opportunity. Um, yeah, I just, I don't see what he's, he's clearly so into her and is willing to so, like, bend over backwards. Like, it's very, I wrote down, you know, why was he so much nicer about all of Victoria F's shit than he was to Kelly? Like, Victoria F keeps going, like, she doesn't know if she likes him. She has these walls and is, like, crying about it. And he's so patient with her and is so saying that, like, oh, you know, I'm willing to take on this with you and blah, blah, Meanwhile, Kelly had similar doubts, and you just, like, got defensive and weird and mean. Like, yeah. I don't... All I said was, oh, okay, Miss, get it together. Cries again. Miss, why are you being so emotional? Get it, get your shit together. Well, because I didn't even really crying. know what she was so upset about. I was like, is she just dealing with the jealousy, or she doesn't know if she likes it? Like, it was all very unclear, which is she, fine. She doesn't have to know why she why she's feeling that way. But I, I think it was very telling. I literally said, why is he so much nicer about it to her than he was to Kelly? Like... That's a good point. I don't understand. She says, she's in the crying in the bathroom. She says, this is the most I've tried with anybody. Which I said, that's a little sad. But that, I mean, like, I understand that not knowing your own shit and not understanding why you feel the way you feel, that's my life, girl. Like, I do get that. Mm -hmm. But your personality is still nasty. You're still mean to other girls. And I don't know what Peter sees in her to the point that he is making such leniencies for her. And right. And so patient and clearly wants it so badly with her. Yes. But is turning around to Hannah Ann and saying, you're not giving me enough. Right. No, it, it makes no sense. And I even wrote down, she says at one point, I'm trying, I'm trying. Chugs wine. <laughs> like she, you shouldn't have to be at the, at this portion where Peter has several other girls that are beautiful girls that he is also attracted to and has a connection with, he's, like, begging her to, like, mm-hmm. meet him. Not even halfway. Like, he, like she's at 10%. He's at, like, 90 And she's like, yeah, like, I'm trying, Peter. Like, I'm trying. I don't get why he's putting up with it. I don't get why he's like, okay, if you don't want this and if you're not into this, then, like, 
bye? Then leave. Yeah. So he, I mean, but I think it just goes back to Peter's immaturity and what he thinks love is. Like, even when she was... At one point, I think she almost tried to, like, send herself home where she was like, you know, I just think, you know, maybe I need to, like, figure out my own baggage for myself and kind of, like, take my stuff on. And then Peter basically said he's willing to take on all of her baggage. <laughs> and it's like you know we can conquer it together and it's like that's not what love is dude i don't i don't get it yeah i'm like trying to make sense of my notes here because they're not really it's a no from me dog yeah so then we get a two-on-one date with mckenna versus um tammy which is really the downfall of both mckenna and tammy um yeah my mckenna would have been fine because mckenna did not do anything wrong but what mckenna did wrong was kept saying things like at the end of the day i found my damn voice kindness wins yes. love hashtag wins. love wins and i was like mckenna you are not like you're Do not an lgbtq like, like that is not the proper use of that hashtag girl but she, um she clearly practiced the speech beforehand but she didn't give it confidently. Like, her voice is shaking the entire She's time. Like, and she is the... It was just that was too much. That, oh, we'll get to that. Oh, oh man. Um, Peter says at some point in this two-on-one date, there's no room for this at this point. And I said, okay, but a few days ago, there was plenty of room for it. So that's kind of where I'm like, he's so mad at McKenna and Tammy for having drama. But literally, he was entertaining the drama. Right. No, weeks. it's ridiculous. So he pulls Tammy aside and... You know, Tammy just keeps saying, you know, like, this is getting really serious for me. And I'm just, I'm like, literally, what, what relationship is, is getting yeah. serious for you, Tammy? Because I do not see one with you and Peter. She, she very much took on that role of, like, I need to tattletale on the other people. And I felt like in the talk between her and Peter, Peter was almost telling her, like, I don't really need you to do that. Like, that's not really your job. And I was watching it going... I have this conversation with seven-year-olds on a regular basis of, you you need to worry about you and take care of yourself. Right, right, right. I don't need you to... T- I'm watching just being like, I've had this conversation today with a seven-year-old. That's not really a good look for you, Tammy. Yeah, no, Tammy came out of all... It's it's such a shame. She had such a fall from grace. She really um, did. She came out of all of this looking really, really bad. Um, Her and McKenna sitting on the couch. I go back for you. I go back for you. I, Shut up. So I can't do it with you. Stupid. I cannot. I'm... I'm not an angry person. You are nothing to me, girl. Like, okay. And what? then she's like, but I am everything. I was like, okay. Um, yeah. That was kind of stupid. I really wanted McKenna to pull a Heather M. Who is Heather M? Never been kissed. Yeah, oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, that just did not click in my brain. Sure. Yes. Well, I said it very randomly. I wanted her to pull a Heather in saying, like, actually, I don't really think this is going to work for me. Like, if if McKenna, because clearly McKenna was going for the, I want to be the next ba- next Bachelorette, I'm going to be the strong, <laughs> independent woman edit. If she really wanted that edit, she should have left herself. She yes. should have said, I don't feel like you respected my time. I have tried really hard to get your attention. You're not paying attention to me. You've put me on this two-on-one date that I really don't deserve to be on. I'm going to go. Thanks for the opportunity. That would have given you yeah. this strong girl edit that you were clearly going for um but did not work yeah i hate to see it the the monologue was a bit much um but i'm not gonna recite it you all watched it like we get it it was just yeah it was clearly rehearsed it was clearly very i'm more madly in love with who i am than anything it's like she watched hannah b's exit speech and then just tried to make her own and it was just very much um a third-rate version of a Hannah B speech. 
Oh, for sure. Because Hannah B is genuine, and that's who she is as a person, and McKenna, it's just not you. So stop trying to be that No, person. I know. I don't know why she... And I don't know... But at the end of the day, I do think it was cruel to keep McKenna after the two-on-one. And then just send her home. Yeah, why would he do that? Don't I mean, I don't think that was his choice. I think at the end of the day, that's producers just trying to... To get, I feel like they wanted one more breakdown out of McKenna, and the way you can do that is like give her a little hope, just to like crash her back. Like, yeah, that's how they're gonna get that fucking speech that we got. Yeah. Like, um, I don't know. I felt Rose ceremony. He kept Natasha. He keeps Natasha. Mm-hmm. Um, and my takeaway from that was that I think that he's trying to prove to Natasha that he's a good guy. Natasha was the first one of the first ones that challenged him and in every conversation that we have I almost feel like he's like reporting to his therapist like okay here are the the steps active steps that I took to fix this problem or like Mm -hmm. his boss or something that kind of feels like the relationship that he has with Natasha like look at these things that I did am I better now right well because I was shocked that he kept Natasha over Sydney um you know I know we, we don't like Sydney, but at the end it of the day, surprising. he seemed to have, uh, he seemed to be really into her. They had a good connection. Um, yeah, I, I don't get it. So then I was like, maybe Natasha is a plant, back to what we were saying, mm-hmm. of someone that they need to keep on the show to just kind of be that voice of reason to narrate and call out things. Although I don't think they really need that as much as they think they do, especially as it gets down to such few people it's like do you really need someone to like call it all out and like narrate it for us so what do you think happened with sydney what's your theory because i know you had something to say about her of why he didn't pick her yeah i have no idea maybe he realized that oh this is clearly just like a physical connection we didn't talk about anything besides like our quote-unquote ethnicity and then we just like dry humped each other but i haven't i like i haven't really seen him and Natasha do much or, like, talk much or have any connection. So, I don't know. That was really shocking to me. I, I don't know why he didn't pick Sydney. Yeah, I was I was surprised. I mean, I that I had her in my bracket, so I lost that. Um, but McKenna goes home. Sydney goes home. Now we're down to six. One of which is Natasha, which we feel surprised about. But none yeah, of the rest I just, of them I just, even if, are surprising. I'm assuming, at, like, next week Natasha will have a one-on-one. But I just, at this point, I don't see her catching up to where any of the other girls are. Whereas I thought if Sydney had had more time with him, given how into Sydney he was, I feel like she could have been on equal playing field with all these, with the Victoria F's of the world. When was Kirpa sent home? Kirpa? Kind of later on, surprisingly later on, right? I feel like it's almost like a Kirpa situation where everybody likes Kirpa. It was like, she's great. Like she hasn't done anything problematic here. Yeah. But it was also kind of like, she doesn't really have a relationship with Colton. Why is she still here? So I I almost feel like. And you know, maybe they do have some sparks of a relationship that we we just haven't seen yet. Very possible. And then we'll see that more in the one-on-one that I'm assuming she's getting next week. But yeah, that that just shocked me. Especially because. Peter thinks he wants a strong woman, but he doesn't. Natasha's very strong. She's very straightforward. She's not afraid to call him out. And Peter doesn't like that. <laughs> Peter likes a good sob story and a girl that he can take care of. And Sydney was giving him all of those things. And he's obviously very attracted to her. So, yeah. She, and he never said that, like, there was something that threw him off about her or any sort of and she, red flags or anything. It seemed everything was It was, was surprising fine. to me that she just left without, can you walk me out? Like, can Yeah. Because just how much we saw between the two of them, I would think that there would have been something. Maybe she was pissed and just didn't want to do it. Very possible. And then the last thing that I wrote was, fuck off McKenna with the crying porn complimenting yourself. She is strong. She is is powerful. powerful. And she She is is beautiful. beautiful. 
that was a lot. The third person, that's where you lost me. <laughs> the third person that like also sometimes goes back into first person, but then back into third person. I'm more commit to one with who I am than anything. <sighs> yeah, are you? All right, well. We finally made it to the end of five hours. I'm exhausted. Are you guys exhausted after listening to five hours of this podcast? We're exhausted. So let's move to the Rose and Thorn. Oh, boop, right. Rose and Thorn. Beautiful. I got mine. I planned mine ahead of time. I don't. I always forget that that's a segment. And I, all right, you say yours. Well, I want you to go first. <laughs> okay. Well, then I'm just going to make it up on the spot. All right, my Thorn goes to McKenna. Because, you know, she... We gave her so many roses. I did give her so many roses. And I don't... Looking back, even in the moment, I was like, I don't know why I like this girl so much, but I think she's, like, funny and cute and, like, on The Bachelor for the right reasons, which are Instagram sponsorships, and that's fine. But she just started to take herself way too seriously this week. Um, Like, I liked her when it was very clear that it's like, yeah, I'm a 22-year-old fashion blogger, and I'm just on The Bachelor because I'm going to go on trips and make friends and, like... Be on TV and that's all fun. And those are the right reasons to then, like, think that you have this relationship with Peter that you don't. And just, like, make a whole finasco about yourself. And And all that. Thank you. It was just a little much. So she gets my thorn and my rose goes to Kelly. I really liked her one-on-one day. I liked when she called Peter out for rewarding the drama specifically because I think that was spot on and maybe that made him question a lot of why he was keeping certain girls and maybe that's maybe why he eliminated Sydney because as much as he realized that he was attracted to her and liked her she stirred the pot a lot and he rewarded her a lot for it and kept moving her forward so I don't know props to Kelly she is too good for this show I don't hope she becomes the bachelorette I hope she self-eliminates and gets far, far, far away from the ABC franchise. She deserves better. That's it. That was really good. Was it? My, yeah, mine's like not even, I don't have impassioned things And you say. planned it ahead of time? Mine was so off the cuff. I know, I just picked mine out. Well, my rose, which you're not going to like, but my rose goes to Madison. Fine. Because <laughs> I just feel like she, the girl's got to be shouted out for being the only one to not be, because Hannah Ann has been not involved in the drama lately. Right, no, but she's had her moments. She's had her moments. Madison has not been involved in the drama one time. She almost physically removes herself from the dramatic situation so that she's not in it. Um, and I've already given Kelsey a few roses, so I felt like I needed to shout out Madison. And then my thorn obviously goes to the Mean Girl Gang. Um, yeah. I'm anti-Mean Girl Gang. I'm serious. If you follow them on Instagram, unfollow them because that is the only way that they are going to continue to be successful off of how mean they were. Oh, that was so beautiful. I re- like we cannot tell the producers based on our Instagram statistics that that is what we want to see on our TVs. Yeah. As women, we cannot stand for people being that mean to other women. Anybody who knows me in middle school, sure, I was very mean in seventh grade. Yeah, happens to the best of us. You're not when you're in your twenties. You're not allowed to act like that anymore. Yeah. You're just not. Sorry. And that's the tea. And that's the tea. That's our outro, right? No, our outro is that weird song, but I don't remember. Yeah, we don't really have an outro. It's something we're working on. Um, If you have ideas for our outro, swipe up. (laughs) (laughs) Swipe up. Um, So, yeah, that was five hours of The Fucking Bachelor. Um, I'm exhausted. You're exhausted. Hopefully, this is the last, like, two-a-days we got to do till the end. I don't know. Till next week. Till next week. Follow us on Instagram at Bachelor Blab. Follow me on Instagram at Jackie Maroney underscore. 
Don't follow Erin on Instagram. And see you guys next week. That's the outro. Gorgeous. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.